Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. Everybody, welcome. I'm your host, Jody Freed, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. So here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. Do you remember what it was like when you brought home your baby from the hospital? Maybe your first child or maybe your second or third. I'm going to bet that things were wonderful on the one hand and kind of messy on the other. Routines got thrown out of whack. And these times can be stressful and tough on new moms, veteran moms, and on a family. Today, my guest, Avi Herman, has come to talk to us about what it means to be a postpartum doula and how postpartum doulas can help us through this time to feel more full, to feel more whole, to feel more there for ourselves and our children. I'm really excited about this conversation. It was so enlightening. And I hope that it'll help one or two or maybe a few of you listeners out there. If you know of anyone who can benefit from Avi's wisdom, please share this episode with them and spread the word about the Two Mom Life podcast. When you share on social media, when you write us a review on iTunes, that helps other mamas find us and be supported through this messy and awesome journey of motherhood. Hey guys, welcome back to the Two Mom Life podcast. Today's interview is like taking me back to my baby days. Now my youngest is, gosh, she is three. And, you know, every age is so precious and so special, but I'm really, really excited to talk with Avi today. She's a postpartum doula. So she's going to tell us more about that and what that means. And as I was prepping for this interview, I was just like, leaning in to that time when I had little babies in my arms and when I could snuggle them and hold them and skin to skin and like uh, such a beautiful time. So before I gush too much, (laughs) Avi, can you go ahead and tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, My name is Avi Herman. I live in Toronto with my husband and my little girls who are two and a half and four and a half. So sort of just past the baby stage. And I am a postpartum doula, as you said. I'm also an infant feeding specialist. So I focus on both breastfeeding and bottle feeding with, you know, a focus on doing what's best for each individual family. And then I'm also a baby wearing educator. So I teach people how to use a variety of baby carriers, how to choose the right one for them. As you can see, I love working in the baby period. And a lot of people assume that, you know, oh, you must really love babies. And while there is nothing better than snuggling a little newborn, what I really love and why I really do this work is supporting mothers and, uh, you know, kind of being along the journey so that, you know, parents can feel calm and confident as they go through this special, but also sometimes trying time. That's awesome. And that's what we're all about here on the Two Mom Life podcast. So this is just so perfect, all about supporting mothers. 
Because it is. I always say motherhood is messy. There is nothing regular and straight and narrow about it. It's very messy and it's great and beautiful. And also, as you said, very trying at times. So this is great. So tell us, okay, you're a postpartum doula. What does it mean to be a postpartum doula? What even is that? (laughs) Sure. So a lot of people have never heard of a postpartum doula. And people who have heard of it sort of assume that I go to people's houses and wash their dishes so they can take a nap or, you know, help with household tasks or spend a lot of time, you know, caring for baby. And while those are sort of all part of what I do in a typical shift... I really view my role as there to help support the entire family as they transition into parenthood and to really support the parents. And so sometimes that looks like holding the baby so that mom can nap or, you know, loading the dishwasher so it's one less thing to stress about. But so first of all, everything's sort of with the intention of making life a little calmer for mom. But a lot of it is sort of similar to what a labor doula does in that I'm there to sort of walk alongside parents during, you know, the early weeks, months of parenthood and, you know, hold space for all the feelings they may be having, offer education if there's, you know, anything they're not sure about with taking care of a newborn, help with feeding no matter how they're choosing to feed, and really just offer that compassionate, non-judgmental support. I always say like, Everyone has an opinion on what you do when you're pregnant and have a newborn. And I really view a big part of the doula's role is to sort of be the one person in your life who is knowledgeable and an expert in this area, but who doesn't actually have an opinion on what you're doing and who will just follow your lead and do it how you want. Wow, cool. So first tell us what brought you into this field. I've always, you know, loved babies and pregnancy and motherhood. And I've just been, you know, since I was a single girl, like I've always just found it really fascinating. And I actually started off when my firstborn was, I don't know, like two years old. I was pregnant with my second daughter and I took a training to become a baby wearing educator because I had fallen in love with baby wearing when I had my first daughter. She was very clingy and just wanted to be held all the time. And so I got really into baby wearing. And I wanted to share that with others. So I took this training to become a baby wearing educator. And after doing that for maybe a year, I realized that I didn't want to be limited in my scope of, you know, the support that I could offer parents. I didn't want to just come in for an hour, help them learn how to use a baby carrier and then disappear. I really wanted to sort of like walk alongside parents on their journey and, you know, have that bigger role in that wider scope. But usually in general, you know, being able to go into people's homes and just sort of be there with them. I spend so many of my shifts, you know, maybe while I'm folding laundry, maybe while we have a coffee together, just talking and, you know, being a companion. Early motherhood can be so, so lonely. And so just, you know, offering a listening ear without offering help or solutions necessarily, because so much of, you know, what people need in general is just to be heard and understood. And so if that's all I do in a shift, I count that as as a success. And I think that, you know, the families I leave and they just, you can tell they're a little bit more relaxed than they were when I arrived. So how long do you work with a family for? So some doulas I know will sort of limit it to the first 12 weeks or whatever. The training organization that I trained with, ProDoula, sort of instilled in me that it's not really up to me to decide when postpartum ends for a family or when my support is no longer needed. And so I'm willing to work with a client for as long as they are wanting to have me. My very first client, her baby was 13 months old when I started. 
she had some anxiety. She didn't trust anyone to take care of her baby. She needed time to get work done. So she just really wanted, you know, someone to help watch her kid who she could trust and who she felt comfortable having in her home. But a lot of what I did over the shifts, yes, I, I watched her daughter so that she could get work done, but we spent just hours and hours sitting in the kitchen, having coffee together, feeding her daughter, you know, solids and just chatting, you know, about her birth, about her adjustment to motherhood, what she was going through now, what she was struggling with. And I could tell it was just a relief to be able to, you know, share that with another person who really just understood. Fascinating. So hiring a postpartum doula, from what you're saying, doesn't have to happen as the baby's born. It's something that, like this client, she hired you when her child was already 13 months old. So tell us more about that. When should parents typically start thinking about the possibility of having a postpartum doula and and hiring them? And also, when would you say it's most helpful for families? So I think a lot of families start thinking about it during pregnancy. And I think pregnancy is a really great time to hire a postpartum doula. I work as part of an agency. So they sort of deal with, you know, getting the clients and that, and I just kind of show up and do the work. But a lot of the clients at the agency that I work for will hire a doula while they're pregnant and then sort of set a tentative schedule or, you know, select a certain amount of hours. And then once baby comes sort of, then it comes into play. And that's what I did with my second, with my first, I didn't have a postpartum doula because I sort of, I hired a birth doula and I thought if I need a postpartum doula, we'll deal with it then. Can you clarify this term doula? There might be some listeners out there who don't know what a birth doula is. So basically a doula provides educational, emotional, and physical support A birth doula does that in the context of pregnancy and birth. They'll, you know, often be available to you from the moment you hire them during your pregnancy to talk on the phone or send text messages and answer your questions and just, you know, offer that emotional support. And then they'll come to your birth with you and help you through the experience of labor and delivery. And just from an emotional end, they don't do anything medical. Doulas are not medical care providers. We're not midwives. If you have a doula who's offering to check your cervix or take your blood pressure or anything like that they probably shouldn't be Um, you know unless they have other qualifications and they're wearing a different hat doulas do not have the training to be doing any medical tasks and so a birth doula is there throughout pregnancy and the birth itself and then a postpartum doula is there for after the baby's born and oftentimes doulas will have both of these trainings but they're two separate certifications. And so not everyone who's a postpartum doula is also a birth doula. Not everyone who's a birth doula is a postpartum doula. And in my opinion, you're not going to just, oh, I have this birth doula who I love, but she's not a certified postpartum doula, but I'll hire her as a postpartum doula anyways. I mean, you could do that, but I personally think, you know, wouldn't you rather someone who this is their area of expertise? Because while they're the same in a lot of ways, they are sort of distinct roles. So with my first, I had birth doulas who I loved and I figured, you know, I'll hire them for postpartum support after the baby's born. But then while I was sort of like in that, you know, newborn haze, it was hard to sort of, you know, justify the expense and do I really need it? And it just never ended up happening. And so with my second, I knew I was going to want that support. And so I signed a contract with them, selected, you know, a package of hours and, you know, 
you can either pay all at once or work out a payment plan. But I dealt with all that when I was pregnant so that as soon as the baby was born, it was already set up. I didn't feel bad. Like, do I really need it? Do I not really need it? Because it wasn't scheduled, but it was already sort of paid for, dealt with, it was happening. So I might as well take advantage of it. So personally, I feel that, you know, the best time to hire to think about this, just like you plan for your birth and, you know, you think about what you'd prefer for how your birth is going to go. I think it's super important to plan for postpartum and, you know, think about what your preferences are and just really consider, you know, what life is going to look like. And part of that can involve hiring a postpartum doula. And then you can also like calmly choose someone, think it through. You can have a consult with them either in person or now on Zoom to sort of see if your personalities match. It's sort of a calmer process. But we certainly have, you know, at the agency I work at, people, you know, calling in a panic. Oh my gosh, I haven't slept in a week. I need someone to come today. <laughs> and depending on the size of the agency, some there are doulas who work on their own, like their own small business. And then there's also agencies where they have multiple doulas working for them. So like larger agencies probably can accommodate a same day or next day request probably. And you know, that's definitely not unreasonable to do, but it's definitely easier to sort of plan ahead, I think. What's the typical amount of time? Like do families often say, okay, I want someone every day for the first two weeks after birth? So usually it's done in sort of a package of like 50 hours, and then you break that into however many shifts you want, or 100 hours or 200 hours. It's priced per hour. So you decide how many hours you want and then you figure out how you're going to configure it. And depending on who you're working with, you might be able to have some flexibility in terms of scheduling after the birth. And you can also, there's day shifts, which it's common that the minimum amount of time for a day shift will be like four hours. And then there are night shifts. And I think like the minimum number hours for a night shift is like 10 to 12 hours. So you can have a postpartum doula there during the day doing what I just explained. And that's sort of what comes to mind for me because I have young kids. I only work during the day. But then for a night shift, it's a little different. The goal of most postpartum doulas is to, you know, maximize sleep for everyone. And, you know, they'll do a couple little things like they might wash some bottles, whatever, but it's not like you're sleeping and the baby's sleeping. So they're up doing your laundry all night. Usually they'll sleep when the baby sleeps. And the goal is just to keep the house as quiet and calm and normal as possible. And part of the idea behind that is like, they're not up all night watching your baby sleep because they don't want to set an expectation that you, when they're not there, need to be up all night watching your baby sleep. You know, at night, everyone should be sleeping, but they're there too. If you're bottle feeding, they take all the night feeds. If you're breastfeeding, usually they'll sleep with the baby in a separate room. And so when the baby wakes up, they pick the baby up. If they want to eat, they'll come bring the baby to you. They'll help you with the feed. And then once the baby's done, you go back to sleep and they take the baby and, you know, rock it, burp it, change the diaper, get it back to sleep, which with newborns that can take quite some time. So this way you're not dealing with all the extra stuff. You can just nurse and then go back to sleep. And if you are bottle feeding, they could potentially take care of all the night feeds. Yeah. And I mean, if the client, for whatever reason, wants to be woken to give the baby the bottle, then absolutely the doula will do that. But one of the benefits of bottle feeding is that the doula can take all the night feeds. And if, you know, if it's pumped breast milk in the bottles, then maybe you'll want, you'll have to wake up a couple times to pump so they can help you with that. But if you're just formula feeding, yeah, that you can get a full un uninterrupted night's sleep. 
So interesting. So do you know what's the difference between, say, like a postpartum doula at working a night shift and a night nurse? So the difference between that and then also between a postpartum doula and like a baby nurse um, in general is that a baby nurse or a night nurse is really just focused on the baby and they're trained, you know, in taking care of newborns but they don't have that sort of parental support piece. They're supporting you by letting you sleep, but they're really just there for the baby. Whether it's, you know, a night nurse or like a baby nurse or a a newborn nanny. So the postpartum doula training that I did, I'm actually like a postpartum doula and infant care specialist or something like that. So it includes infant care sort of in my area of expertise, but a postpartum doula would be there to support the entire family. So like I can competently, you know, feed and change your baby, give them a bath, anything that they need, but they're not my only priority. I can also, if you're nursing, help with breastfeeding, whereas a night nurse may have the capacity to help with breastfeeding, may not, you know, have that expertise. So I think of, you know, postpartum doulas as just a little bit more holistic as in treating the whole situation, not as in like crunchy natural, but as in taking care of everything, like has a little wider scope, whereas just a, a baby nanny or a, a night nurse is a little bit more limited. And I, I wanted to just, I didn't fully answer your previous question. So in terms of, you know, the frequency of shifts, so someone might want, you know, every day for the first two weeks for a couple hours a day, or they may want, you know, nothing during the day and just every night for a few weeks, or you could have three nights a week for the first, you know, six weeks or three days a week for the first six weeks or some combination. So it's, there's a lot of flexibility and it's really just completely customized to what the family needs. So cool. That's, that's so cool. Now, when I was thinking of postpartum doula, my mind automatically goes to like, Okay, crunchy granola type of mom living in Portland, Oregon, like me, (laughs) versus like, you know, I mean, Jewish mom living in the heart of Brooklyn, New York. So, can you talk a little bit into that? Who is a postpartum doula for? My sense is that it's really for everyone. So, it's actually interesting. I have sort of found in my own experience and heard from a lot of other postpartum doulas, like across, you know, the country. For birth doula support, while birth doulas are for everyone, they're sort of a leaning towards, you know, if I'm having an unmedicated birth, so I'm going to get a doula. We could talk about why that's not true another time. But (laughs) in terms of postpartum doula support, I actually find, and from what I understand, generally, it's more professionals, mainstream Mm -hmm. professionals who may be living away from family. They're used to, you know, outsourcing a lot of help, they they need a little bit more support and they have the financial means because it's not inexpensive. So, you know, it's a lot of professionals having babies later in life who sort of, you know, want that little bit of extra care and support. So I don't find that it's necessarily seen as crunchy as, you know, a birth doula has a reputation for being kind of really crunchy. I don't feel that postpartum doula support has that same sort of connotation or the same clientele. I know like there are doula agencies where even within the agency, like they have different demographics hiring birth doulas and hiring postpartum doulas. But again, like you said, it's totally, I was like from Jewish mother living in Toronto, young, fresh out of college. And like, I hired a postpartum doula. So yeah, yeah, definitely for everybody, but it's, it's not necessarily like a crunchy thing. 
Yeah, no, totally. And I just want to go back to this. Like when you think about life as a mom, and especially so many of us have multiple children and like life as a mom with a lot on your plate and in many cases, a career and multiple kids. And then you've got to think about your health and your well-being and your mental health and your mental capacity and your physical health and your physical capacity and the possibility of how much a postpartum doula can help, you know, if it's right for you, the amount that they can really help set you at ease and help maximize what you can take in for yourself in terms of your physical health, your mental health can be really huge. For sure. When I hired a postpartum doula, I referred to her as my like postpartum fairy godmother. I felt like she walked in and I instantly sort of like let out a sigh and felt so much calmer immediately. And like, there wasn't anything magical she did, but just being a calm presence, an extra set of hands, an ear to listen, you know, we chatted while we organized my kids' clothes, which is always a really overwhelming task for me. And, you know, I held the baby while she folded and we just talked. And I mean, it's a weight off. I never had a postpartum doula, but it is something that I've been thinking about. Should there ever? I I have no idea. But, you know, were I ever to do it again, I think it, it would be something I would very, very seriously consider. Very seriously. So before we wrap up, I have a couple quick questions for you. But what are some of the biggest challenges that your clients face and that you help them with? Just one or two big ones. I think just that feeling of like isolation, overwhelm, the intensity of transitioning to motherhood. It's not something that's talked enough. And so I think it can feel kind of consuming. And just being able to talk about some of the changes you're going through, again, like helps lighten that load. And what about one last piece of advice that you have for our listeners? Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our moms listening in today? I think really just like prioritize yourself and your needs and, you know, take care of yourself and accept help. I feel like, you know, in the early days, it's so easy to feel like you're not doing enough and, you know, you're constantly, you know, doing these mundane little tasks for the baby and you'd rather be, you know, getting things done. And I know how it feels. I've been there myself. And I think just offering yourself grace and understanding, you know, that, the newborn period is really intense for most people and that it's just sort of a stage that will pass. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time talking to you. This is very enlightening and interesting. And guys, I hope those of you that are listening in are just, you know, having something else to think about. And if you know of anyone who is pregnant, who might benefit from a postpartum doula, you can direct them to this episode, you know, no unsolicited advice. I'm not (laughs) not encouraging that necessarily. But just I think the more people that hear about the resources that are out there, the better because you never know what resonates with one person. And it might not be your thing, but it might be your friend's thing or your cousin's thing or, you know, and I just love that there is so much out there that we can explore and that we can take advantage of. And you know, something that I love about doing this podcast is that sometimes I get to facilitate that right fit. And that is just amazing. And we can all do it in our own little ways. So Avi, thank you so much for your great work. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. And if you want to download my free baby wearing safety checklist, you can head over to my Instagram and click the link in bio and get that in your mailbox, inbox. 
<laughs> that is beautiful. That is so, so great. Thank you for sharing that with our listeners today. Guys, as you know, I don't take your time lightly. Thanks for tuning in and spending your time with us today. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled up and in balance, or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life, or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com, or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.